Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And what caused me to uh, call this uh, press conference today is yesterday we had a fatality. And we've been warning senior levels of government since July this was going to happen. That is Mayor Patrick Brown with news. An asylum seeker was found dead in a a tent outside one of the Peel shelters. No space. No space at any of these shelters. No space in Peel. No space in uh, Toronto. No space in Niagara. No space in Hamilton. We have a lot of asylum seekers crossing. Not new because the Trudeau government invited, you know, them and said, come here. And so when they come here, there are processes that are supposed to be in place, and they are not. This is federal jurisdiction. You know, they can write the check for $200 million, which, you know, they did back in July, but that does not go anywhere near what is needed to make sure that those crossing our border have the supports, the government ID, the work permits, all the things that they need so that they can, oh, yeah, not live on our streets. They can maybe get a job. They can get on their feet. But no, they're not. That's not happening. And it's now just turned into a political game. If not for church groups, you know, volunteers doing the government's job, uh, we'd be hearing a lot more about this. But the problem is we're going to hear more about it because this isn't cold weather. It's coming. But if we have people dying already, can you imagine when the temperature plunges another 20 degrees? Let me bring in someone who has been on the front lines, Pastor Eddie Jumba. Dominion International Church on Shepherd Avenue in Toronto. Good morning, Pastor. Good morning, Alex. You have been one of those uh, on the front lines. You have been helping hundreds of asylum seekers. And um, is this one of those things when you see the headline or hear the headline um, that you you realize, you know, we have one dead person now? Is the fear there will be more? Alex, I was actually standing right beside uh, Mayor Brown on site when he was saying those words. We, we have prayed and dreaded this day because people have been saying, oh, we, if nothing changes, someone might die. Someone will die. Now, mm-hmm. we, now that's not the language we are saying someone has died. We have yeah. dreaded this day. But yesterday, as I was standing there, uh, yeah, I had a moment. I broke down. Uh, standing at the tent, uh, one gentleman was uh, kind enough to show me the tent where this man slept and how he tried to wake him up in the morning and he couldn't wake up. And now this man also was sharing with me very personal things that he, he couldn't sleep. He was dreaming this man the entire night, uh, last night, yesterday night. So we we are very saddened. We are very angry. We are very upset. Uh, we are disappointed. We are many things right now, but I just want to extend my heartfelt condolences to the family. That day that we have dreaded, Yeah ended up coming and it will come to answer your question there many more people will die when if if nothing changes well we've been very lucky pastor because we've had very warm temperatures i mean a lot of these people came here in the summer and it's one thing to come to canada in the summer it's an completely different to come here in the winter because if you're coming from a hot region africa one of the south american um you know countries you don't understand this cold and and 
So in 10 days, it could be a completely different situation. Your organization, certainly your church, other churches have taken in, um, you know, asylum seekers, but they're not stopping and the space is running out. And so what could be done now immediately to help other than, you know, a miracle? Thank you. So I I like that you're pointed right out uh, to, to solutions. And I like that, yeah. We have been mentioning something that could be done, something, a, a, a very grassroots type of operation where you don't need too much money. For example, the sites that are already in operation, even though we are really improvising and we are at the mercy of donations and other churches that are standing with us, mm-hmm. those sites could be funded to do what they are already doing. They know how to do this. They have been doing it in very uh, out-of-the-box thinking ways. So if those grassroots already operational sites, like the three churches we know, the mosque that we know, that that could, in the immediate, in the very immediate, keep the churches doing what they are doing as the government plans out this big, hopefully the welcome center at some point. And I understand that's a big initiative. Well, let me talk, let me stop there, Pastor. It's 2023. Yeah. Immigration is not new and neither is bringing in, um, you know, those who need refugee services. You know, they've had a lot of time. To, yeah. to figure this out. And I find it completely appalling that in this day and age, we don't have a, a, a setup at the airport or a setup at border crossings where these people can go on a computer, press the buttons, and then bam, your paperwork is now in motion. These are things that should have been in the 80s or 70s. I mean, these are not new things, right? You're right. You're right. We, can, we cannot really... No one should buy the the explanation that we are in this place because we didn't see this coming or or this is sudden. No, I don't think that explanation should be bought. And I have many, many concerns around why we have not acted uh, up to this point. But uh, so there's another thing that could be done in the immediate. I know whoever set up the policy uh, around warming centers, Mm. I don't know who he had in mind, but it's clear that he didn't have someone like me in mind. For me, before it, because the policy says they will only open when it's beyond minus five, but when it's below minus five. And I'm thinking, who did you have in mind? For me, when it's uh, like yesterday when we were doing the press conference, I was freezing. Hey, I'm freezing at minus five. I'm freezing at uh, 10 degrees, Pastor. I get that. Exactly. That's something that could be done today. Adjust that policy so that the warming centers are open every day as long as it's uh, cold. Forget the numbers. Forget what that thing says, the temperature says. When people are cold, just open the warming center. That's something that could be done today yeah let I me pastor i gotta step in because i'm gonna run out of time and then i get on i get in trouble from everyone around here but um there are things that need to be done we'll continue to talk about this because i know you're stepping up with many many others and um we'll try to pressure them to put things in place that should have been in a long time ago because it takes more than money it actually takes uh, outside the box thinking i gotta cut you off but i not because i want to but i'm out of time I thank you for thank coming you, Alex. on. I appreciate you shining light on this. Absolutely. It makes a difference. Thank Absolutely. You. That's Pastor Eddie Jumbo, one of the many, many, many volunteers picking up all the work for the uh, federal government. So hopefully Mark Miller will be asked on this.